Today is Sunday, April 17, 2022. The first reading according to Acts, chapter 10, verse 34, 37-43. Peter proceeded to speak and said, You know what has happened over Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, He went about doing good and healing all those oppressed by the evil. For God was with him. We are witnesses of all that he did, both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on the tree. This man, God, raised on the third day and granted that he be visible, not to all the people, but to us the witnesses chosen by God in advance who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commissioned us to preach to the people and testify that he is the one appointed by God as judge of all the living and dead. To him, all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him will receive forgiveness of sins through his name. Psalm 118 This is a day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Alleluia. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Alleluia. The second reading. According to Colossians chapter 3 verse 1 to 4. Brothers and sisters, If then you raised, you were raised in Christ. Seek what is above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Think of what is above, not of what is on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ your life appears, then you too will appear with Him in glory. The Empty Tomb The Gospel according to John chapter 20, verse 1 to 9. On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning, while it was still dark, and saw the stone moved, removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to the Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved, and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know, where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb. At the tomb, first, he bent down and saw the burial clothes there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial clothes there, and the clothes The head covered his head, not with the burial clothes, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, and the one who had arrived at the tomb first and saw. He saw and believed, for they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. The synodal dimension 
of the church must be brought out by enacting and directing discernment processes which bear witness to the dynamism of communion that inspires all ecclesial decisions. He will rise again. Between Good Friday and Easter Sunday, many hearts and minds might have been wondering, were Jesus' words come true that after three days he would rise again? His closest disciples, the faithful woman, and of course his own mother, would have been impatiently but excitedly waiting for the confirmation of Jesus' words, will he rise again? The event of the early morning of the third day removes all doubt about the answer to the question, will he rise again? The first person to have been so eager to find out, the first one to visit the tomb in the Johannine account is Mary Magdalene. From the account itself, it seems she is resigned to find the dead body of Jesus, at the very least to continue expressing respect and veneration towards it even if it is as lifeless as she had seen it. And yet as the account moves along, she discovers that she is too weak and wrong to expect to find the same lifeless body of her Lord. She should have been happier because she does not find him. But human as she is, she expects the normal course of events to continue. That not finding the body of Jesus, she thinks it is carried away. But her anxiety and disappointment perhaps turns into the biggest surprise of her life when her Lord calls out of her name. He whom she thinks is just the gardener. But ironically, as one scholar said, she is right in thinking he is a gardener. For indeed, Jesus is in the sense that someone who cultivates hope and gives life. The resurrection of our Lord then, to continue the God in the metaphor, shows us that when we sow hope, let us cultivate it in the way and not allow signs of wiltering or death to discourage us. I had a hibiscus flower which I thought died because all signs were there of it being dead, drying up of the trunk and stem, falling off leaves only to be surprised one day to find new shoots emerging. It came to life again, and is, as we say, back the vengeance, full of healthy and fresh leaves. Again, to quote and translate an Indian proverb, hope is the last thing to extinguish. Are we in a situation of seeming death, with all signs accompanying? Even so, we... Can we allow even a ray of hope to nurture the conviction that death is not yet and that life has the last say?